Hey everybody, Mark is here from you watching or not. Just wanted to reach out and let everybody know that uh, me and Kurt have been working really hard on getting this episode out in a timely fashion. Unfortunately, we ran into a couple issues with uh, file size. So because of that, we're releasing this as two parts, uh, two separate podcasts, part one, part two, all having to do with the Batman. Uh, so towards the middle, you'll have some, you'll have some intermission music. Uh, go ahead and fill up your water, make something to eat, check on the kids, walk the dog, whatever, whatever y'all niggas gotta do. And then, uh, and then listen to the next episode, Batman part two. Um, this was a long movie that gave us a lot to talk about. So you guys are getting two podcasts for the price of one film. Um, but, but we really appreciate all you guys and thanks for the listen. Thanks for the continued support. Uh, hope you guys enjoy. Yo, 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 what up, 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 I'm Kurt, I'm Marcus, and welcome to a new, fresh, smoking hot, steaming off the presses episode of You Watching or Nah, um, this is episode 21, 21 for my Spanish mommies, como se llamas ben aquí, dame beso, you know what I'm saying, straight up and down, and you're Kurt. I'm Kurt. And I'm Mark. I said that already. Did you? We said that already. Are you sure? I, I'm positive. We're going to find out. Because I, I do produce this. If you're on you Metro, the... don't trust you. I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> this is Super Engineer Marcus. He replaced Super Engineer Duro for anybody who used to listen to DJ Clue. He, he, Duro's out of here. Marcus took over. Um, I'm Kurt. I'm Marcus. For the third time, because he ain't believe me. But this is you watching. Or <laughs> this is you watching or not. Uh Marcus, what's up, man? How you been, brother? Living. Hold, man. hold up. Before you even start, yeah. let me I, let me tell him how you been. Sexy as a motherfucker, because this yeah. shape up you got right now. Yeah. Your shape up is on point. Your edges is good. The, Thank the you. top is curly. Yeah. Ain't even no product in it in his curl. That shit look boy. I appreciate hold that, up. bro. Yo, y'all are so listen. Let me tell y'all how lucky y'all are that we don't do a video podcast. Because just like we have to set up all our equipment to record, you would have to set up something to hide your women. Because he's taking all the pussy today. Taking all your bitches. Watch your bitches! Do, 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 do. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> but, nah, brother on the real, how you been, man? How's everything I appreciate going? that, man. I actually just went and got a cut today, bro. Like, went and got a cut today. I've been stretching out my hip. I washed my truck today. Got it cleaning and shining like a brand new penny. Ride dirty, shine clean. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my man, Trevor, dog. Shout out to Trevor. He don't, I don't even think he knows he, we have he a don't, show. But that's he don't know nigga. we do the podcast, but shout out to that, nigga. That's um, my nigga. But yeah, man, when got a cut today, I had to tell the barber, man. I had to tell my barber off the top. I was like, yo, dog. He was like, what are we doing to it today? I was like, yo, man, same thing. You know what I'm saying? Just shape it up. I gave him the, the coming to America. Just make it nice and neat. I gave him that. <laughs> okay. And I was like, I, but I had to tell him on the side. I was like, yo, son, no enhancement. And. The enhancement, for y'all that don't know, the enhancement is when they do the, the you know, the shit we be making fun of all the time. 
the Beijing, Beijing. where the niggas spray paint your shit in. And so him and I kind of had a conversation about it. And I was like, look, I, I get it. I get it. Some people want it. I, I just, I'm not there. I'm not ready to give that up right now. Like if, if I was like, if I came, if I came to the shop and I was like, yo, I need an emergency cut. I got a wedding to go to. Like soon as we're done, I'm going to get fit for a tux and I got to be at the wedding. Then go ahead and put the enhancement in there because that's where I'm going to be at. But like, bro, I'm just going to go home and I'm going to wash this shit off. And I'm going to be like, when I looked in the mirror before I got in the shower, I looked like this. And now when I get out, I look like this. I don't like that. It makes me feel sad. Um, So, you know, just just skip that part. So let me tell you what happened to me. (laughs) Maybe about three months ago. My man... It's been well documented if you're a listener. I tore my Achilles over the summer. I went to a cookout. My man, my man Craig's cookout. I shouldn't shout him out because he don't be listening, but it's cool. His best Fuck friend Craig. is a barber. Fuck Craig, man. What you doing? Craig and Craig love you, bro. Every time he'd be like, he'd be like, How's Marcus, man? He's a wild dude. I love Marcus. <laughs> so I but I don't know. But anyway, Craig's best friend is a barber. He like, you can't drive, like I will come cut you. Don't worry about it. I got you. I'm like, yeah. all right, this nigga never came through until I was healthy. But I'm healthy. He comes through. <laughs> Craig comes over. Bruh, this nigga's cutting me. We talking. I got music on. He cutting. We joking. We all laughing. We having a good time. You know, my boo here. She leave and come back a few times. Like, everything's cool. So I don't really notice what's going on. Mm-hmm. I felt like he put some shit in my hair, like like some foam. And was cut- and then he put a do-rag on and was cutting so I'm like, damn, this nigga's on next level shit. So then after that, you know, he's finishing up. I feel some spray on my shit. But I, you know, he just put foam in my hair and cut it. So who am I to question this? And he he literally cuts the Washington Wizards hair. All the mm-hmm. NBA players, bro. Mm-hmm. Players that used to play for the Wizards that come back, like when they play the Wizards, mm-hmm. if they need a cut, they'll hit him. Yeah. So who am I to question this man? Yeah. Bruh, this nigga gave me the freshest shape up, Marcus. <laughs> I got out the shower. My boo was like, oh, I know she was ready to give up the cooch right then and there. I looked in the mirror. I, I called and booked professional headshots. My lineup was so on point. Yeah. I said, I might be leaving my, my 20 plus year barber. I might be leaving this nigga. I got out the shower. Shit did not look quite the same, but I wasn't tripping. I was like, you, you know how it look as you get a cut. Yeah. My shit is always... My shit be waves is crazy as soon as I get it cut. I wash it, it no waves. Put my do-rag on, wake up in the morning, seasick all over again. So I wasn't tripping. Nigga, let me tell you. I woke up the next morning, took that do-rag off. I wouldn't even have took an arm shot, let alone a head shot. <laughs> shape up was gone. Wash my shape up completely away. The nerve of this nigga to even disrespect the God like that. You know what I'm saying? That, that was... Like, you, that was my whole problem was like, like in your same situation, like this nigga has been cutting my hair for 16 years. So like at this point, I don't pay attention to what he's doing. Like we just, I sit in the chair, we chop it up 30 minutes, boom, he's done. Like I felt something cold, but I was like, I don't know. Maybe this is like a new, you know, cool it off thing. This is yeah. like a new cool it off. Cause like, you know what I'm saying? Like him and I, whenever he's doing the edge up, we do the Malcolm X shorty's getting kind of hot in there now. Shorty, it's heating up. It's heating up, Shorty. Like we do when he's doing the edge up. If you got hot blades, like that's our joke. So like it got cold, and I didn't pay no attention to it. 
Then when I turned, he gave me the mirror and I looked, I was like, damn, this shit looked fresher than normal. I don't know what it is. And then I got home and I lo- I looked, and I was like, man, I don't know what it is, but I look great. And then I got out the shower to wash all that loose hair off me. White people don't have this problem because they go to sport clips. And <laughs> <laughs> I got out the shower and I was like, yo, son, your whole shit looks different. What did you do? And then I talked to him. He's like, yeah, that's, you know, that's the enhancement. I do it in my joint. I do it in my joint. And I was talking to him. I was like, man, I do a podcast with my man. We made fun of like we blew LeBron and Don Cheadle and Carlos Boozer. Like we blew them niggas up. Everybody, bro. We I are the Beijing police. But he was like, yo, son, like anybody, anybody who's black and in, in, in the public eye, like they all do it. I was like, and I can respect that. If I was like going to get a cut right before I go do something important, I would tell you, yo, Mike, enhance this shit, son. And he would do it up. But if I'm just going home, don't, don't, don't put the enhancement in my shit. So like that's an interesting thing. I don't know if white people have to deal with that, but all my all the all the nigga homies that we got that listen to the show, like, y'all know. When y'all get there, cause like we the old heads of most of the crews we run around. Like we the old heads. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So like all our young homies who like go to the nigga barbers, make sure you ready when they start putting the enhancement in your shit. Yeah, be on point, man. Don't let niggas catch you slipping, bro. The nigga washed out. I washed out my whole shape up, bro. I didn't have a shape up for two for two for two weeks. <laughs> Had a fresh cut with no fucking shape. What kind of sick nigga would even do that to me, dog? Look, and they don't talk to you about that. That's the whole shit. Me and yeah, that, you got to get my today. consent. I was like, when Kurt said, like, Kurt texted me the exact same words he just said to y'all, I washed out my whole shape up, dog. Like, I was driving and did a spit take. Like, this was no podcast <laughs> shit. I just started losing my losing my ass laughing because, like, how ridiculous that shit. And I've been there. Like, that shit's not cool. Niggas just going to drop yeah. on you that you're going to wash out your whole haircut, everything that made you think you was fly. Yeah, and then on top of that, I'm a level eight sweatmaster, so it's like I might sweat it out too, bro. So you got you you mm-hmm. got to talk to me first. We can't just be doing that, bro. Bro, imagine Respect that me, shit. Man. Imagine that shit. You go to a wedding and you like you you, you get tucked up, you fresh. You got the you got the shiny kicks on the hard bottoms, and you think you about to be the freshest nigga there, and you're dripping your hairline. Oh no! Because you so didn't bad. know. Get the fuck so out of here, man. I'm yeah, not a fan Niggas ain't going to believe you either that you ain't know. Yeah. yeah. They going to think you did that shit in your bedroom. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Other than that, man. But I other than good. that. What about you, brother? Good. Yeah. I've been good, man. Everything's been good with me. I've been rocking, grinding, working. Um, I, As everybody knows, should know, I graduated Cum laude with the bachelor's degree in information systems management in December of 2020. Genius. It was full-blown, full-swing COVID season out here. So I didn't have a graduation, but they just allowed us to have a graduation mm-hmm. on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually got to like do the whole thing. It wasn't like a real, real graduation, but yeah. I walked across the stage. Nigga said my name. They didn't say cum laude. I was a little upset about that, but that's cool. <laughs> but, um, you know, your boy was dripped out. I wore my Concours. I was gonna Crossed I was gonna stage. I was gonna drop for the people, man. Like this nigga sent me pictures and the first thing I the first thing I I didn't realize it at the time. But like when he told me and he like cued in, I was like, oh well, I expect nothing less. This nigga was rocking the Concords, 
clean as shit. Like this nigga matched his shoes with his gown, bro. Yep. That's Whole that's my man. Had a white shirt under it. White shirt with a black tie under it. That's my man's in them. That's me, dog. <laughs> you know I'm El Fresco, the drip god. Like, don't even play with me when it comes to that, man. Y'all already know what that is, man. Don't. It's been like that for a minute. Niggas will tell you. And I didn't even give myself that name. It was bestowed upon me. Mm. That's how you know I'm a real man of the people. And like niggas Lord. recognize my greatness out here. Straight yeah. up and down like 6 o'clock. Like the Lord's you know hands. Like the Lord's yeah, hands. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. All of that. <laughs> all, 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 all anyway, all right. So oh, shit, man, Kurt. We gotta. We got. I, I feel like this is another one back to back. Right after like coming fresh, f- coming fresh off the thing. We got a lot to talk about. This is this is going to be a, a, a heavy, a, a, a content rich episode. <laughs> what are we watching today, Kurt? Today we are watching 2022's blockbuster, The Batman. Mm. Uh, this is the newest Batman. It is starring Robert Pattinson of Twilight fame as Black Man. Uh, Black Man. Batman. Black Man. That would me. be an interesting comic. <laughs> that, ex- extremely. <laughs> Sign me up, though. Uh, I think Zoe Dave Kravitz. Chappelle. I think I think Dave Chappelle did a skit about that. He called it Clifford the Big Black Nigger. Oh, I didn't see that. You haven't seen Clifford? Maybe did. No, you haven't I don't seen think Cl- I saw that. You haven't seen Dave Chappelle's last last special? No, uh-uh. I'm He's, late. I'm late. Bruh, he talked about how, like, he talked about how there's this character, and and at the end of every story, the police come and they shoot him with bullets, but the bur- bullets don't kill him. They just hurt his feelings. <laughs> and the book is called Clifford the Big Black Nigger. <laughs> <laughs> niggas, hey, niggas ain't trying to shut him down for that shit though, huh? Hell no, hell no. Yeah. That's that's too real. <laughs> yeah, it's too funny. So yes, all right. So we're watching 2022's The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson of Twilight fame as Batman, Zoe Kravitz, mm-hmm. uh, Colin Farrell, Jeffrey Wright, and amongst others. Yeah. Um. This was. I believe when was this movie released, Marcus? Because my notes are not. On, oh, uh, March fourth. This movie was released yeah, on March fourth. Yep, March fourth, twenty twenty two. It they blew my life because up until then, all these HBO Max joints have been releasing in theaters and HBO Max except this one. I wanted to go see it, but then I saw the runtime was like three hours, and I fall asleep an hour and a half movies in the theater. <laughs> so I was like, I will wait until it comes out on HBO Max. Um. Also in this movie is John Turturro, one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. Um, an actor that I've never seen before that I hope we talk about, Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis. Uh, yeah. Um, we and will Paul Dano. Yeah. And Paul Dano. So, yeah, this is and this has been a pretty good movie. Um, well received. It has 8 out of 10 on IMDb, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 72% on Metacritic. Google mm-hmm. users, 86% of them like this movie. Yeah. So, um budgeted for 200 million dollars, it had a box office on opening weekend of 767 million dollars, which so far is the highest grossing movie of 2022. Uh-huh. Um this movie was directed by Matt Reeves, and when I looked through Matt Reeves's uh filmography, man, he's responsible for quite a few movies that I like. Like uh he did Cloverfield, okay. which I really liked. He did Let Me In, which had uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, the girl from Kick-Ass. 
Um, yes. She plays like a vampire, and the little boy lets him in the house, and she starts doing vampire shit. He also did two of the uh, the Planet of the Apes, Ape, Planet of the Apes rem- remake movies, uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and War for the Planet of the Apes. This movie was written by Matt Reeves and Peter Craig. Peter Craig uh, wrote The Town. Oh, okay. He wrote Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 1 and Part 2. Okay. And he, this is an interesting little small world type of joint. He co-wrote Bad Boys for Life with Joe Carnahan. Now, if you remember, Joe Carnahan wrote Smoking Aces and The Grey. Yes. Okay. So wrapping okay. into our previous content, you know what I'm saying? Go check us out. Yeah. Go check us out. Uh, you watch Available. it or not. Available on all streaming, all streaming platforms. platforms. Absolutely. I think it's really only three, but you know, we work on I, I <laughs> No, no, no. I, I, uh, I clicked on a bunch of links and it's like it's there on a lot of different joints. Like Apple Podcasts okay. and Spotify is like the heavy joints. But it, there's a lot. You can subscribe straight to our RSS feed and all sorts of shit. Um, he also, I wanted to touch on this. He also co-wrote the Top Gun Maverick, the new Top Gun movie, that's uh, set to release May twenty seventh. I mean, and I kind of want to see that movie. I okay. So here's a weird part, and we're not going to go down this rabbit hole. I claim myself to be a movie buff. Uh-huh. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen that, like, when people hear that I haven't seen them, they're like, "What the fuck." Mm-hmm. The original Top Gear or Top Gun is one of them. I've never seen mm-hmm. the original Top Gun, but okay. I will. I will. Origi- yeah, point. original, original uh, Top Gun is yeah. You know. So uh, yeah. and then like you touched on Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, um, Paul Dano as the Riddler. The only other time I've ever seen him was There Will Be Blood. I don't know if you watched that. I've not seen that. And then Jeffrey Wright. I know him. Like, my first introduction to Jeffrey Wright was he played the villain. We talked about this movie before in a a previous podcast. I don't remember which one it was, uh, but you mentioned not remembering that movie. He played the main bad guy in Shaft with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, I I saw it. I just don't remember it. Yeah. He was the main bad guy. He was, like, stabbing himself with the ice pick. Yeah, I don't remember none of that shit. Um. You will know him from Westworld. Definitely know him from Westworld. And he 1,000% was also, know him from Westworld. And he was also in Boardwalk Empire. Um, okay. John Turturro. And then Andy Serkis, who you touched on. Um, he did some great work in the MCU. In, uh, I believe it was Captain America Winter Soldier and Black okay. Panther. He was in Black Panther as well. Um did you know that Andy Serkis is the highest-grossing actor of all time? No, I had no idea. He does a lot no. of voice work. Okay. You might recognize some of his vocal credits. He plays Gollum in the Lord of the Rings series. Okay. He never seen him. No. No. Nope. Are you familiar with that character? No. That's the weird... That the little ugly thing? Yeah, the little ugly thing. Always talking about my precious. And you have feet like Joe? Yeah. 
Yeah, feet like Big Joe. <laughs> Shout out my nigga Joe, man, my brother. Shout out Joe, guys. Uh, he did the voice of Kong in King Kong and uh, uh, what was the other one? Kong Island. Um, and he did uh, the voice of the main ape in Planet of the Apes, uh, Caesar. I don't know if you watched any of those movies. I watched Rise. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. He's an incredible vocal actor. He can do very, very, very crazy things with his voice. Um, and then also, Colin Farrell is one that mm-hmm. you didn't mention. And we're going to talk, talk about him. Yeah, we are. Um, the other thing... So, Circus. Is he a switch-sider? A flip-flopper? A transformer? He did work on MCU and now he's on the DC side. Like, hey, what's up look, with that? I don't, I don't want to have that conversation just yet. Okay, well, get your money, man. I ain't mad at you, brother. <laughs> High grossing actor money, of though. all time. I can't get mad. Like, do what you got to do, bro. Do what you got to do, brother. Well, I'm excited, bro. Oh, let me let me give the let me give a quick synopsis of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Batman ventures into Gotham City's underworld when a sadistic killer leaves behind a trail of cryptic clues. As the evidence begins to lead closer to home and the scale of the perpetrator's plans become clear, he must forge new relationships, unmask the culprit, and bring justice to the abuse of power and corruption that has long plagued the metropolis. Mm. Sounds interesting. Sounds pretty interesting. Yes. Let's see where it goes. (laughs) Let me just start. Let me, before we get into it. Uh, I think that at the end of this movie, we should have this conversation. But I think that it's only fair to our listeners to let them know that Batman is my number one favorite comic book character. I think this is fair. I think this is fair. I think that we should we should definitely disclose this information. We should also disclose that me and you have a running argument Mm -hmm. that he is the best. Mm-hmm. You and one of your reasons that you give is that he doesn't have any superpowers, right? And my argument to that is his money is his superpower. I don't know that that's a superpower. Okay, well I've been poor, so let me tell you, it is. <laughs> me too, bro. <laughs> like shit. What the fuck? <laughs> I feel like look. As soon as I got out of poverty, I felt like I had a superpower. I was like, God damn, this is what it's like. <laughs> Gotta worry about what you're gonna eat and shit, God, bro. Man, like when I when I go when I go out to dinner with my girl and I'm like, I don't give a fuck how much it costs. Like, get the you don't want the salad as extra. Get the palm frites. I don't give a shit. I'm fuck. Get a bottle of wine. I don't even drink. You drink yeah. it on yourself. I give a fuck with. I hate wine, but let's order it. Like that, but that's not a superpower. That's just it's different. But I get. Well, that's it. just not being poor. He's rich, filthy, stinking yeah. rich. With that being said, Kurt, are you ready to go? I am ready to go. Hey, let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. <laughs> <laughs> let's definitely get right. this shit. All right. On Halloween, Gotham City, Mayor Don Mitchell Jr. is murdered by a man calling himself the Riddler. Reclusive billionaire Bruce Wayne, who has operated for two years as the vigilante Batman, investigates alongside Gotham City Police Department. Lieutenant James Gordon discovers a message that the Riddler left for Batman. The Riddler kills Pete Savage and leaves another message for Batman. All right. So this is a pretty vague description that they give. A lot of shit happens here. So let me run through some shit that happens. Very. Go for it. 
The opening scene is very cool. Um, it's kind of somebody looking through a window in a mansion. And it's a kid, young kid. He, he beats up his dad playing around. I thought this was young Bruce Wayne. I did also. I, I did also. I, I thought that they were changing the origin story for, for, for Batman. Mm-hmm. And so then, um, I as it plays on, it that guy's the mayor. I did not. He's on. He's watching himself on TV. I did not recognize that that was the same man. <laughs> okay. Until the second watch. My first watch, I did. The second watch, I knew, but I was like, "What the fuck?" Um, but I did like this. I did like the opening scene. They had a beautiful shot of Times Square mm-hmm. in. Gotham City. I don't know if it's Gotham Square or what the fuck it is. It's got to be um, Gotham Square. They always Gotham. play New York City as Gotham. Yeah. Which is so. crazy because they actually, I believe they actually shot this movie in Chicago. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, beautiful shot. Beautiful. I like I like some of the cinematography they do in this movie. It's really well shot sometimes. Um, I really personally enjoyed the inner monologue voiceovers by Batman. Um, I, I thought those were uh, something that we didn't get in previous movies that I really liked. We might get something at the end of a movie, right? But like this is throughout the movie. I really enjoyed that. Um, and I'm gonna go out of order real fast. I'm gonna ask you. Yeah. A, I'm gonna ask you a question. So at the one of the first scenes we see is it's a gang on the train. They knock people out. They tell this young boy to go knock this this man out and then Batman shows up. So it's Halloween. So I get some of this, right? Because it's like they're like, who are you? And so when your man pulls out a machete, he runs down on Batman. Batman quickly disposes of him, fucks him up and gets him out of there, right? Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh shit, this is Batman. But this is my thing. (laughs) And I'm sorry that I go down this path a lot. But I just, I'm a thinker. Do these gang members not believe his reputation? <laughs> because they stayed and fought him. Like, why, what would make you think you could beat him? He's defeating <laughs> ma- criminal fucking masterminds, like supervillains, right? And you think that your group of 10 niggas that prey on innocent people, y'all aren't even real goons that are beating up like tough guys. Y'all are like knocking out unsuspecting people. You think y'all are going to beat him? And so, uh, I in, in this scene, at the at the onset of this, right? He fucks them up. He really fucks them up. And right. I like this Batman because he really puts his hands on niggas. Like I feel like in other movies we kind of get that he's tough and he's a but this Batman was fucking niggas up all movie. And I really like that. I thought that um so like going back to what you were mentioning about them not knowing his reputation. I think that this movie does a really good job at um setting the timeline like he's only been doing this for two years I at this point those later yes um he's only been doing this for two years so maybe not everybody knows about him but like the word is getting out there and i'd love seeing the like the reactions to like the criminals seeing the bat signal up in the air and then they're like really questioning the shadows they're like is that nigga over there is that nigga over there bro like i don't know i'm out of yeah. here Fuck that shit. I'm not trying to get no piece of that. But then you got these niggas looking like they're from The Purge. And they're like, I I don't know who this motherfucker is. Like, I'm going to go get me a piece. First of all, these niggas from The Purge is playing the knockout game. And you and I know what the knockout game. 
is. Yes. But like people who may not have seen this movie or who are not familiar with the knockout game, the knockout game is a game where young niggas play where they just walk up to an unsuspecting person and punch them as hard as possible and try and knock them out. I I recently had a a, a, re, a, a very fun evening because uh, I had nothing else to do. And the kings of comedy were on. And Cedric the Entertainer was talking about how niggas live. And niggas live by the wish principle. Uh-huh. I wish a motherfucker would walk up on me thinking they're just going to knock me the fuck out. Because guess what? That's not going to happen. <laughs> That's totally not going to happen, bro. This is a fact. You're not just going to walk up on me and knock me out. I done been punched in the face, punched in the head, sucker punched plenty of times, and not a once in 39 years have I ever been knocked out. So if you just run up on me and sock me in the head thinking you're going to drop me, you're not. And then guess what's going to happen after that? Chitty, That's- chitty, bang, bang. That's all I got to say about that part. I do not like this this knockout gang guys, and uh, I'm I'm glad Batman served them uh, their just desserts. And 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 on some real shit, with you even doing that though, like I don't know if you this was big in New York like a few years ago. Yeah, I and remember one and one of the kids got killed. So like, if you know somebody doing this dumb shit or thinking about it, stop them because they tried to knock out this this old woman. And they hit her, but then they knock her out. She pulled out her gun and killed this kid. And that's 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 so that's one side of it. But like the other side of it is like, oh yeah, it's real funny. I'm gonna punch this guy and knock him out. Guess what happens to people that get knocked out? They fall down, and then when they fall down, they bang their head against the pavement and they fucking die. And people go yep. to jail for manslaughter for accidentally killing somebody. Yeah, it's not cute. So, so if you don't want to be laying in the day room. Resting your head on an old Puerto Rican man's lap while he strokes your hair. Don't do stupid shit like this, nigga. Yeah. Real shit. Real shit. All right. So then back to and and um, he says something that caught me that I wanted to ask you. He says it's a big city. I can't be everywhere. How does Batman decide which crimes to stop? Mm. That's because a really like good question. That I because don't we have see like a, a convenience store being robbed, a bank being broken into. But he goes to stop this gang from knocking this old guy out. So it's like, what? What? How do you prioritize this? Is just what's what's in the proximity? Like, you know what I'm saying? What makes him decide? Maybe it was proximity. Maybe it was uh, the bank being robbed. Like the bank wasn't really being robbed. The bank was being vandalized. The okay. store okay. was being robbed. But like, that's just money. But like this knockout game thing was like somebody's physical health being put in jeopardy. Um, I put one of my notes that the guy that like the Purge gang was looking at, when you first saw him, did you think that was Hero from Heroes? Do you remember the the TV show Heroes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't think that was him. Oh, I totally thought that was Hero from Heroes. That's that's racist. Maybe. That's racist. (laughs) Hey, shout out, shout out to all my Asian niggas on AAPI month. Uh, look, I'm on your side. Okay? I was raised by Filipinos. Y'all are my niggas. This is a fact. We're definitely honorary <laughs> Filipino, so I agree with you. Okay, and then uh, 
Where did you leave off? Because I'm sorry, I know I went way. Late. I left with I left with uh, the Riddler kills Pete Savage and leaves another message for Batman. There's a like you mentioned. There's a lot of shit that happens in this. Yeah. So piece. Batman is at the he is a big nigga at this investigation. See, like this is a big Batman. He's a tall guy. Okay. So it's I, like that was another thing that made me think after because he beats up the gang members then he goes to the investigation I'm like yes. yo this ain't like a little nigga in a bat suit like, this is a big ass nigga dog like I don't I, I'm not sure I would have ran down on him first of all let me tell y'all this I'm not running down on any nigga who likes to dress up as a fucking bat and come and fight criminals with guns and shit. Like, something ain't right. I know I'm off. I know I'm off. Like, he talking, Marcus talking about shooting you. If, this knock, if you don't knock me out, I'm going to kill you. And that's yeah. real shit. I'm not even trying to act up. I'm going to strangle you to death. Because yeah. at this point, I think you're trying to kill me. But a nigga that's dressed up and doing this shit, he is way sicker than me, bro. He is a sick <laughs> nigga. And I don't got time for it, dog. Like, I'm, you, I, you got it, Batman. Like, you got it, bro. I I know I shouldn't be doing this dumb shit. I'm out of here. Yeah, I I uh I go I go back to like what you first mentioned about like at first you thought this was like a young Bruce Wayne. Um, I also thought this was the origin story of Batman, and I was not only was I happy to find out that it wasn't, but I was also super happy that I didn't have to sit through another iteration of like the Batman origin story with his parents being killed. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, and then I also thought like he, you know, he, he defeats the purge gang and then he rides his motorcycle into the, the back cave. And we see, like you mentioned, like this inner monologue and I love like seeing like the inner monologue, like is, is we're seeing what he's actually writing in his diary. We see, uh, I think it was like special project year two or something like that. And he's, yes. he's writing down his thoughts so I love seeing that. I love seeing the. Uh, I thought the camera contact lenses were super dope. That was dope. And he's kind of just like so obsessed with this process, uh, and just re re going over all of the things that he's seen in that night because he's talking about how like the nights blend together. I don't remember exactly what I'm doing at each at each thing. Um, and then a couple other things that like I noted was that I really appreciated seeing that like Batman's actions take a physical toll on him. So like one of the baddies hit him with a bat, right? And then like when he gets there, when he gets back to the Batcave and he pulls his uniform, like he pulls his costume off, we get to see all the scars and the bruises and the physical tor- the physical pain that he's taken over like doing this stuff and i i always love seeing that and that's not something that we ever got to see until the nolan batman films and so i i i mentioned this later there's a scene later in the movie and i'll highlight i'll talk about this i'll circle back to it but without spending a lot of time on it there but i there's a scene later in the movie where he's without a shirt and he's working on shit and i i I did the same thing i i saw the scratches and bruises and scars and i thought that was really Mm -hmm. cool because i thought even the Nolan Batman, I felt like this Batman was more rooted in reality than any Batman that yeah. I've seen, personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going back to the camera contact lenses, how long until those are real? Well, Google has some glasses they were trying to make like that. They're Google lens, and they kind of failed. Yeah, they yeah. failed, but I heard they're making a comeback. So I don't know, bro. I feel like maybe... 10 years 10 years and then you have a yeah. camera that you could just stick in your eyeball 
Yeah, I think so. Well, let's when make it c- stop faking about this fucking chip shortage that won't let me buy a new car. But, you know, that's a different story for a different day. Uh, When they come out, are you using them? No. You're not using them? No. I'm using them 100%. I be doing some weird shit, bro. Like, I don't want niggas to see. I mean, I niggas want- can already see it. I want niggas to see all the weird shit that I do, bruh. But it don't even be like, it don't even be like, like, weird shit like looking up midget porn. It'd be weird shit like my Google search history. I was telling niggas this the other day. It'd just be weird shit like, what what makes it windy outside? <laughs> or like niggas a big one know. I had. But hold up, this is a big one I had. I didn't Google this because I was embarrassed my FBI agent might see it. What made niggas, what made the powdered wig be a thing? I have the answer to that. When was niggas, okay, but hold on, let me just say, you can get this answer, but when was niggas like, yo, you know what it would be fly as fuck? If I just wore like, if I had like white hair with curls and then a fucking tail in the back, then I'd be killing the shit. Like who, who, how did that become a thing? <laughs> what was the answer that you found? Uh, no, I didn't Google it because my FBI agent would be like, this nigga's the weirdest nigga. Like, he would have been more concerned about me than a nigga looking up midget porn. <laughs> like, yo, what's wrong with him, man? All right. Do you want the answer? Yes, of course. Okay. Here's the answer to the powdered wigs question. <sighs> Back in the day, motherfuckers was getting syphilis and their mm-hmm. hair was falling out. So them niggas okay. would get wigs. Right? Okay. So you've ever heard you've heard the term big wig. Yeah. The nigga who got the big giant wig was the nigga who was paying the most for their wig because their hair was falling out because they was running around oh. fucking with the syphilis. Oh shit. So that's how niggas started getting the powdered wigs. And they would get the wigs like to cover up the syphilis, but then the lice and all the bugs was getting their wig, but then they powdered the wig with shit to keep the bugs out. So that's how the powdered wig came around. So if you see, if you ever watch, like, you look at an old picture of, like, Thomas Jefferson or Benjamin Franklin. Not Benjamin Franklin. I think that was a real nigga. He like, rocked his shit. He just rocked his baldy. Yeah. But, like, Ben but like ben Franklin. No, think, Franklin rocked his rocked the yeah, baldy. Yeah, no, Thomas Jefferson. 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 Yeah. If you ever that look at the picture, he got the, he got the wig, the powder wig that, like, goes up, like, seven inches. He was mm-hmm. out there fucking. That nigga has syphilis, bruh. Yeah, Jefferson's a scumbag, man. He's a fucking piece of shit. Fuck yeah. him. But, yeah. you know. But shout out to the powder wig, though. I just always... That was some ill shit. I, I, how did you learn this? Joe Rogan. Oh, all that's right. A wi- that's okay. a wild nigga, man. He be talking about some weird shit. He asks the hard yeah. questions. He He's like me, man. He's a fucking weirdo. Okay. Yeah. He just comes up with shit like, how did that happen? I gotta know. All right. So, I have a question about Alfred. Do you want to read the next part or do you want me to ask this Alfred question real quick? No, go ahead. How do you feel about this Alfred? Because I'm used to one Alfred. I feel like one nigga played Alfred since the Michael Keaton movie. So, I'm not feeling this guy. Like, I don't... But he does... This is the thing I do. Like, I changed my mind really quickly. When I first saw him, I was like, fuck, who the fuck is this nigga, man? This ain't Alfred. Like, I don't like him. He's not even that fucking old. But then... When I really saw him, he had like an awesome Sub-Zero scar on his shit. Yeah. And it made me really curious about his backstory. Like, and then like later on, he's working on something and, and Bruce is like, 
what are you doing? He's like reminiscing about my days in the circus. I don't know if he was being a smart ass or if that was real, but I was extremely interested to the point that I actually Googled Alfred after the first watch. Okay. So I don't like him, but I'm extremely interested in him. Yeah. So I thought. He's like a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought this Alfred was very good because like when I see the previous Alfreds like you know like the old 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 dude that looks like you know your first white girlfriend's grandpa from like the Michael (laughs) (laughs) from the (laughs) from the Michael Keaton Batmans like that nigga don't look like nobody who was ever in the SAS like this nigga was not MI6 this dude is this dude is Britney's grandpa. I know who this motherfucker is. Yeah. But yeah. then like Michael Caine came along like in the in the in the Nolan Batman's, he was a little bit closer, but like to me, Andy Serkis playing this version of Alfred looks a lot more rugged, a lot more like somebody who may have served uh in MI6 in the British Special Forces and that that Thomas Wayne may have hired as like, you know, not only his butler, but like his personal wet work motherfucker you know what i'm saying so i didn't know i didn't know this and we'll and we're gonna have to catch up offline after the episode about mm-hmm. some of this because i didn't even I, I googled the shit super late at night and fell asleep reading and never went back so mm-hmm. uh batman and gordon discovered the riddler left a thumb drive in mitchell's car containing images of mitchell with a woman annika kozloff at the iceberg lounge a nightclub operated by the penguin mobster Carmen Falcone's lieutenant. While the Penguin pleads innocence, Batman notices that Selina Kyle, Annika's roommate and friend, works at the club as a waitress. When Annika disappears, Batman sends Selina back to the Iceberg Lounge for answers and discovers that Savage was on Falcone's payroll, as as is District Attorney Gil Coulson. That is a lot of fucking names. That is a lot of names. I'm not hitting on all of those. You want me to start with this? I got a lot of shit, but it's going to be quick. Yeah, go ahead. Nigga wore his bat suit to the club. Got to respect that. Yeah. He showed up at the club in his bat suit. I like the the twins. The twins were funny. But the twins were funny, but like, if a nigga shows up at your club where you're doing dirt, do you really test a nigga that's dressed up like a bat? I mean... You just said you like, test they, they might not know his reputation. You or they might Bruh, not really the nigga know. said he said you're gonna get a lot of blood on your suit. He said mine or yours. Are are you testing a nigga dressed up like a bat at that point? I, listen, I'm not testing him. Period. <laughs> but especially, especially if a nigga wears that. Listen, you go to the club and you're best fit to get bitches. This nigga showed up in a bat suit, bro, like a whole getup <laughs> with a cape. I, he's like James yeah, Brown, the, dog. The cape, the cape is fly, but the mask, nah, bro. Like you ain't, you know what I'm saying? So nah. So then, then he talked about my blood or your blood, like, and it's two of us. My brother that you know will die for me, and yeah. you don't even care. Yeah, at this point, I'm not testing him either. I'm with you on that. <laughs> um, I love how in comic. I, so I'm not a comic book guy. Yeah. So any any comic stuff that I take in is through movies. Or the cartoon that used to be on when we were kids. Or friends telling me about shit. But I do love how thugs 
the henchmen always try to test Batman like he's not about that. Mm-hmm. They always do. I If you're going to hire thugs, hire the thugs that are in these Batman medias, right? Like film or TV or whatever, because they are about it. They're not scared of the psychopath, and I would be terrified of him. Um, but then this is where we see the penguin, and I this makeup job is amazing, bro. I there was no way you could tell me. Okay, so one, there was no way you could tell me this was Colin Farrell, mm-hmm. and two, there was no way you could tell me this wasn't Robert De Niro. Oh yeah, yeah. He was doing a lot of Robert De Niro shit. Like, I thought this was really great. I thought this was really great. And, like, it just goes to more of, like, what I noticed about the people who step in to fill these iconic shoes. Whether it's DCU or MCU, they really go above and beyond at making the character their own. Mm-hmm. And, like, Colin Farrell did an amazing job as the Penguin. Just making this character yeah. his own believable character. Same thing for Robert Pattinson as Batman. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I found out Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman, I was like, okay, is it my pick? No, but, like, Heath Ledger wouldn't have been my pick either for the Joker. Right. And he blew that shit out of the water. And, you know, 15 years-ish, 20 years before him, Jack Nicholson wouldn't have been my pick to play the Joker. But he was fucking incredible. Like... The ability to just make these characters um, as their own, like, never ceases to amaze me. Um, and Colin Farrell was really good as as the Penguin. Um, how easy is it to do an American accent? Because I swear, like, foreign <laughs> actors kill. I can't do any type of foreign accent, but these foreign Australian niggas, British niggas, like, Russian niggas, they just be doing Swedish niggas. Uh, not all of them. They just be doing. Not all of them. <laughs> Rick Rhymes. <laughs> Coral. But Coral. Uh, but no, but but niggas be doing really good American accents for the most part, man. Like, you know, I uh, And you and I can't good. do a can't do a British accent for shit. Like I was just gaming with that nigga Vengeance and I was like you know, I tried to make a joke and I was like, Yeah, that didn't come out right and he was like, No, it really didn't but I was like you could probably do an American accent like in your sleep, probably. Yeah, I don't I don't understand why our accent is so easy to do. It pisses me off, but you know, okay. Good good job on that. Um did you want did you, are you are you good? Can, you want me to keep going? Yeah, we can keep going. Um there's I, this is, again, there's there's a lot that happens. Well, I got a few more things to touch on here. Okay, go ahead. We see Catwoman for the first time. What's your thoughts on uh Zoe Kravitz, Selena Kyle? She smoking hot piece of ass. She all right? Like what you Um think? I liked her. I liked her as Selena Kyle. I thought that the focus was a little like the this is not a this is not a Zoe Kravitz issue. I think it was a filmmaker issue that like the the focus was on making Catwoman hot too much. So as she's walking around, she's doing a little extra with the walk and she's doing a little extra with the move. Like, just make the movie like she's already sexy. Just make the movie. Yeah. Um. We see her. She leaves. Batman follows her. He's doing some investigation, which I mm-hmm. think is good. Mm-hmm. But then he starts doing a little creeping peeking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's, you basically, you don't need to investigate what you look like in her underwear. What you doing? What you doing over I, there, Batman? <laughs> you nasty nigga. Like, you supposed to be protecting niggas. You I thought over it, here I, being a fucking, a fucking creeper. 
<laughs> get your shit together, bro. I'm trying to get some. I'm trying to get some 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 progressive podcast talk out, and I'm over here dying. Um, <laughs> I thought it was really cool how like Batman was like he was dressed as Batman, but when he's in his creeper mode, he's he looks like one of the characters from like uh, Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool, though. And, I, and the other thing I like about this Batman is he puts the black shit around his eyes. Like, so that, that when he throws another, the mask on, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That shit added another level of realism to me too. I, I liked, I liked it. And you touched on him being Batman. Are we going to talk? You want to talk about that now? Or you want to save it till later? Let's save it. Okay. All right. So yeah, he's creeping, and then um, some really bad CGI here, though. Which one? When she goes down the fire escape. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. It's a little. And we talk about this on episode twenty of you watching or not, where we reviewed a thing, a movie about nineteen eighty two in Antarctica, where they discover alien life form and they have to try to determine if it's taking over their camp. Please go check it out on all streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. But you know, not that we're plugging anything. Yeah. But that was some bad CGI, bro. Like. This was bad. I didn't like it. It stuck <laughs> it out. It stuck out to me. Like when I saw her come off the catwalk, off the catwalk in the ladder, I was like, "Little pitchy dog, little pitchy yeah. dog." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> all right, um, all right. But yeah, man. Uh, a lot of other things happen in this little section. Uh, we get to see. We get to see the Riddler. Uh, the mm-hmm. Riddler blast. Like this whole little section that we just recapped. Um, it shows the Riddler on i believe it was like a news feed and they're showing like a video and they and the riddler comes across and this riddler like the the director matt reeves he built his vision of the riddler based on the zodiac killer okay but this was a little too zodiac killer for me yeah and i'm going to i'm going to emphasize that a little bit later but Okay. Like it's one, it's one thing to use something as your inspiration. It's another mm-hmm. thing to just do that thing. And I felt like with the Riddler, especially he said like, hello, this is the Riddler speaking. Well, like that was the very first contact that the Zodiac killer, who is a real motherfucking serial killer made with the media. Hello, this is the Zodiac speaking. Like it's the exact same thing. The whole okay. like dark, dark uniform with the glasses over the t- Actually, you know what? Our, our folks listening can't see this, but I'm going to do this real quick. And if I have to, I'll just edit this part. But I do want you to see this, Kurt. All right. Oh, shit. That is... That is a witness sketch... Of the Zodiac Killer at one of their sites. At one of the killing sites. He wore his glasses outside of his mask. And he had his emblem on his uniform. Just like we see the Zodiac Killer. Or I'm sorry, the Riddler. um, Mm -hmm. with With the question mark on his joint. And then the Zodiac Killer was famous for leaving ciphers at his crime scenes. And mailing ciphers in. Mailing in ciphers to the uh, San Francisco Chronicle and all the newspapers and shit like that. So, like to me, like I get it. You used it as your as your as your inspiration, but it like to me, it, it was just a little too too inspiration, too and it crossed that boundary. Like you're just aping shit right now. 
Okay. Okay. Okay, I can respect that. Um, um one other ahead. thing, let me touch on this too. Yeah. And, and you talk about she finds out about the big uh bribery scheme going on. I really like something that they did in this movie that kind of flew under the radar. They cra- they parallel crack with drops. Mm-hmm. So there's a drug in the movie called Drops, but there's a lot of parallels there to the crack epidemic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, they call people drop heads in the movie, and we call them crackheads in real life. And a thing that I like is if you, I watch a lot of like gangster documentaries about old gangsters and shit, and they always talk about how like these powerful people, like these congressmen and governors and fucking uh, Wall Street guys, all these people would come and buy crack. Yeah. And and crack is always pointed at as like a poor black person's drug, but like these powerful white people in positions of power, like they're going there and they're giving up their Rolexes for some crack yeah. for a ten dollar vial of crack, or like giving their Mercedes up for some crack. Yeah. So it's like I, I really liked. I don't think I don't know if it was intentional, and I don't know if anybody else caught that, but I thought that was a very strong parallel, and I really really liked it. Um. This is where I started to catch on to one of the things that I found out would bother me for the entire movie. Um, I never understood why Batman and Gordon, when they're in a room alone with nobody else around, they're whispering. And I forgot, I skipped over this note. because They're talking to each other like this. Hey, me and you are doing a podcast, but what if we were to do the whole podcast like this? How do you think people would like it? I had this noted earlier, and I was like, did he think that he was playing Batman? I get Batman <laughs> talking like that. I totally get it, because he has to protect his identity. But I don't understand why Jim Gordon talks like that throughout the whole fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. It Unless he's yelling, him. he's talking. I, I, I hated the way he talked. And there I love one him as an actor. There is one scene in the movie where it makes sense for them to be whispering to each other. One one scene. And even Batman. I get Batman whispering to Gordon because Gordon don't know who he is at this point, yeah. right? Yeah. But, like, for for him to be talking like that to Batman? Yeah. This is not your real voice, my nigga. Nobody talks like that. Bro, like, even with their, like, God knows how many stories up they are next to the bat signal. They're in a building that's unfinished by themselves outside in the middle of the city. And, and you see the wind, hold up, and you see the wind blow this nigga's tie into his face. Yeah. So you know it's windy as fuck. And it's raining. Let's just talk to each other like this for a minute. For, <laughs> let's talk to each other like this for the rest of the podcast and see if people like it. Oh, man, niggas would be so mad. I would be mad. Okay, let's not do that. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that started to bother me. I had noticed, like, okay, we're like three, four scenes in with Batman and, and, and Gordon, and they just are whispering to each other and i don't understand why and i'm watching this movie at nine o'clock at night and i gotta crank my volume up and then when the action starts i gotta turn it back down and i was like fuck this is like tenant all over again i'm really getting pissed off Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay uh moving on the riddler abducts colson straps a timed collar bomb to his neck and sends him to interrupt mitchell's funeral when Batman arrives, the Riddler calls him via Coulson's phone and threatens to detonate the bomb if Coulson cannot answer three riddles. Coulson refuses to answer the third. Name the informant who gave GCPD information 
that led to a historic drug bust ending mobster Salvatore Moroni's operation and dies. That's a long sentence. It's what I like to call a run-on sentence. (laughs) Batman and Gordon deduce that the informant may be the Penguin and track him to a drug deal. They discover that Moroni's operation transferred to Falcone with many corrupt GCPD officers involved. Selena inadvertently exposes them when she arrives to steal money and discovers Annika's corpse in the car trunk. After a chase, Batman captures the Penguin but learns he is not the informant. Alright, so... They, Catwoman finds out about the thing. She leaves the club. The guy that the Riddler kidnaps offers mm-hmm. her a ride. She says no. She, he gets mm-hmm. in his car and he gets fucked up. What happens if Catwoman takes the ride from him? Mm. Does the does the Riddler kill her too? Does he wait for her to get out and then kill the or kidnap the dude? Does she see him and fuck him up? And the movie ends two hours earlier than we thought. Which, which one? You have those. You have those. What th- four choices? You got four choices there. Which one do you think it is? Uh... Does he does he kill her too? Does he just ride in the back until she gets out? Does she see him? Oh, it's three choices. Or does she see him? And fuck him up in the movies over after forty. I, I think, if it's the Riddler that we've been shown in this film, I think he waits for her to get out and then executes his plan. Those are very good observations, though. And either one of them would have made this movie shorter. (laughs) This is a fact. (laughs) Um, And you had touched on the Riddler. This is where I had to kind of want to talk to you about the Riddler. You want to say that to the end? Um. No. Go ahead. Okay, so you already said you didn't really like his costume, but did you like the character of the Riddler? Like, he seemed a lot darker than any previous iteration of the character. Do you feel like they tried to Dark Knight Joker him? Um, did you like it? So, I do have a note later in the film that kind of touches on this. But at this point, at this point in the movie, I do really like what they're doing with the Riddler. I do really like that they're making him more of a serious threat than just, you know, like you go back to what was it? Batman forever. I think that was the one that had Tommy Lee Jones as two face and Jim Carrey as the Riddler. This is a very different Riddler than Jim Carrey, but this is also a pretty good Riddler. So very different. I think this is a pretty good Riddler, but I don't, I don't care for him. And okay. this is why, to me, my the charm of the Riddler to me is that he's not serious. He's a mm-hmm. fucking clown, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's wearing a suit with fucking question marks over A green suit with question marks over it. Okay. And I'll beat his ass. Like, what the fuck? But but he's really a sick, sadistic, criminal mastermind motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that was the appeal of the Riddler to me. It's like, you see him. You see all the other villains, and you're like, okay, this is a little creepy. But him, yeah. you're like, oh, out of all these villains, I'll beat his ass. But he is 10 steps ahead of you beating it you'll never get to him yeah and so that's what i liked about the riddler is like he don't look like a threat this shit if i saw a nigga with this outfit on i'd be scared yeah <laughs> the normal riddler i would just be like this nigga's a weirdo but this nigga's kind of scary so that i didn't really care for that but i but i would you know i i will give myself this on this movie i went into this blind and i stayed like for the movie i wasn't like i don't like this so i don't want to you know what i'm saying or yeah. fuck this yeah and I'm and I'm actually pretty good about doing that with anything I watch anyway. But so yeah, I didn't really like the Riddler at this point in the movie. But um, 
But I was still open. I was still open to keep going down the road with him. Okay. Um, this collar bomb thing. Yeah. Are you... Do you know that this was based in reality? I remember this. Do I you? remember that. I remember that. Hold on. Let me go back before we get to that. The cufflink yeah. scene. Wayne is going to the, to the funeral for the mayor. He seems like a real dickhead to Alfred. Bruce? Yes. Okay. I don't know what his problem is. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? First of all, he's trying to help you out. You out here looking mm-hmm. crazy with no cufflinks. You got your sleeves open. You look like a Bama, bro. Like, get your shit together, <laughs> right? And then second of all... He was just going to button the buttons, man. He ain't have no... But you can't button the buttons if you got holes for cufflinks. That means you ain't got no button. <laughs> so, and then the other part is like... I don't like him pressing Alfred because Alfred... Oh, and can you really press Bruce? Because you... Alfred really knows that he's a real live Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. And Alfred used to be a badass from what you're telling me, but he old now. So yeah. Bruce would probably fuck him up at this point. So you can't even be like, yo, who the fuck you talking to, man? Like, don't even, you know what I'm saying? You can't even step to him like that because he'll beat your ass. And it's like, I just didn't like that, man. I, I don't like, I don't, I didn't, I thought he was being a real dickhead. And then I wanted to ask you this. He sees Falcone at the funeral and he thinks that he's with Selena Kyle, Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he looks crazy and he runs down on him. Do you think that that was jealousy or that he thinks that Catwoman is involved on the bullshit? I was a little confused. There. I didn't know what he was thinking. What do you think? I thought I, I, I thought that he. I thought that he was kind of getting jealous that maybe Selena Kyle was romantically involved with with yeah. Falcone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was. Yeah. Thinking. I didn't know if it was like a jealousy thing or he thought that she was like in on the crime shit. Yeah. No, I thought, then, that, cool, I thought that it was a romantic thing. And then real quick, I know you got stuff to talk about. The cool no, story about his dad saving Falcone's life. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't read comics or anything. I've never heard that in any iteration of the movies that I've seen. Um, I thought that was really cool. And was Thomas Wayne a doctor? Is, like, is that throughout the series he's a doctor? Yeah, Thomas, Thomas Wayne was a doctor. And so I know he's a doctor and doctors get that bread they get to the bag Mm -hmm. but how did he get so rich i didn't have time to look it up how did thomas wayne get so fucking rich thomas wayne turned his doctor reputation into politician reputation and he became the father of gotham city basically oh okay building building magnanimous he was building magnanimous wealth and then using that magnanimous wealth to invest back into Gotham City, which only made him richer. So he was like building okay. his own. Yeah, that sort of shit. Um, All right. And then last question. The the guy that he sees at the funeral, they, I feel like they tried to run a few misdirections and this guy's like kind of venting about some bullshit yeah. and politics. And he and then they they Bruce looks at him and then he's like, do I know you? Yeah. Was he in a movie earlier or is it just a... He's not in the movie earlier. And at first when I watched this, I wondered if like maybe they're trying to hint that this is Joe Cool. Um, Joe Cool is the criminal that killed Bruce Wayne's parents. Oh, okay. okay. So like I didn't know if maybe they were hinting that this is Joe Cool or maybe they were meant to, maybe they were hinting at like this guy who's pissed off about like these rich people who get all this attention is finally recognizing that he's talking to Bruce Wayne, who is like one of the richest people in the city. 
So I wasn't sure which one of those two it was. But like my initial my initial thought was like he was realizing that like this is Joe Cool. And, I, and then and I was I like, like ah, but we're not getting a parent. We're not getting a Batman origin story. So like this being Joe Cool wouldn't make any sense. Maybe it's more this character's realizing like he's complaining about the privileged to like one of the most privileged people in Gotham City. And I just actually thought it was a Riddler misdirection because we hadn't seen an unmasked Riddler yet. Right. So I thought they were trying Agreed. to say, oh, this might be the Riddler. But um, and then I love how Martinez is such a dick to Batman <laughs> when he sees Bruce. He's so happy. He's like, hey, Bruce. Like, it's really hey. <laughs> All right. But anyway, sorry. So the the, the collar thing, you were like, yeah, the collar bomb. Like, I remember so, it. So you remember I totally this. remember this. Yeah, really? I remember this. I don't. I was fresh out of the army. I didn't want nothing to do with news. Okay. But you remember this case? Yeah, it was like a guy, he he was in the street and he was like, I remember because it was very weird. They had a video, like it was on the news and he was like, I'm not joking, like this is real. Yeah. And like he walked out into the street and shit and they, it was a very weird thing. I don't remember what happened. Did he, did he die? So, so this was called the Pizza Bomber case. This happened in August of 2003. Uh, an American pizza delivery man was murdered during a complex plot Involving a van- a bank robbery, a scavenger yep. hunt, and a homemade explosive device in Erie, Pennsylvania. Following an attempt to rob a PNC bank, and while surrounded by police, he was murdered when an explosive collar locked to his neck detonated. It is known as the collar bomb or pizza bomber case. The incident was shown live on television and is covered in a excellent documentary on netflix which i just recently rewatched. it's called evil genius and it's like a four-part documentary it covers the entire thing and it's fascinating did they ever catch the guy that did it that, they did the it wasn't a guy it was a woman but yes oh they did shit just evil genius on netflix go lover. check it out okay all right all right yeah i didn't know that yeah that, thank you. That's good information, bro. Um, why does the Riddler write like a second grader? Um, because mental illness requires him to. Because this movie falls into one of the many tropes that people with mental illnesses are crazy. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can kind of see where I'm and... going with this. Um <laughs> Uh, the, one of the other notes that I had, uh, does this, does where you were going, is that before the Batmobile sequence? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Um, I just like the trick that they did here with the bomb because he, he drives in and it, I like what they did here. It's a dark and dreary day. So it's hard to tell what time it is and yeah. what's really going on. And so when I first watched it, like he crashes and he comes out. And then the next scene. He's in there. It's a little darker. And then Batman shows up. And I'm like, well, how the fuck did he get to his suit so fast? Mm-hmm. But watching it this time, it's a little darker now. So it's like, it could have been an hour. Yeah. It could have been four hours. We don't yeah. know how long it's been, right? So I thought that was cool because the first time I was like, well, where, where the fuck did he get his suit? Like, he had a suit at the church just in case. But I think sometimes. So I thought that was a cool trick that they did. And another good, uh, I, I like the cinematography there, the, the cathedral that they're in is very pretty shot in my opinion yeah yeah and how the um, fuck how the fuck what is this suit made out of that it it takes bullets i get that but he survived that blast from the bomb bro i okay so we'll we'll talk about we can talk about this a little bit later but like the bat suit i love in this movie i'm not 100 sure 
how I feel about the cowl. Like I felt like the cowl sometimes makes Robert Pattinson's head look a little swollen in his forehead. Like maybe uh-huh. he's just got the bowl cut and they made the bat suit so that he could rock the bowl cut and the bat and the cowl won't fuck it up. But like sometimes the forehead looks a little big, but like the bat suit itself, I loved it. I thought it looked very homemade. It looks like somebody who like it decides to go fight crime and they're going to make this shit in their garage. It looked like something they would make. And I thought yeah, the, bat I love suit the bat was suit. awesome. Yeah. I love this bat suit. I, I loved it too. I was going to touch on that later. I love this bat suit. So like when but you were that, talking about something like, that would take bullets, like, yeah, his bat suit looks like it's, it's made of like the chest pieces. It looks like it's made of plates, like iron plates or raw, raw plates or some sort of crazy. I mean, like it probably wouldn't be iron because he can make camera contact lenses. So it's some sort of like weird car, uh, titanium carbon fire, but like his suit looks like it's made of plated armor. And I thought that was really cool. So like whenever he's okay. taking shots or getting blown up, I was like, no, I believe his suit. So I'm I'm with I'm here for this. And I believe it too. I just was wondering what the fuck it was made out of. That's all. <laughs> but anyway, okay, that's all I got. Um and then the bat so so like this sequence also covers the the big Batmobile sequence. Mm-hmm. Um how did you feel about the Batmobile? So I have some questions for you. Uh, also, some <clears throat> before that, some bad CGI when he escapes the police station and he he falls onto the subway train, hits his head on the thing. Yeah, he bounces down the street. That was some really bad CGI. Well. So this that was a part that kind of confused me because like I I love that scene where you know this was the scene I was talking about where where Batman and Gordon whispering to each other actually makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah. and then he socks Gordon. He runs through. He gets to the roof, and then he. He does a thing where his cape turns into a squirrel suit, and I thought mm-hmm. the sequence of like him on uh, his him doing the squirrel suit flight looked really good. But then when he lands, his cape is gone. Yeah, it was bad. It was and then they bad. meet. He meets Gordon right after that at the bat signal, and he's got a cape again. So like, I don't know. Was this right after? Is this a couple days later? And he he got a new cape. Did he find his yeah. cape? I, I didn't understand what was happening right there. Maybe he had an extra cape on deck. He had a, just an extra cape in, like, his leg pocket? Yeah, or in the Batmobile because, of, you know. Okay, okay. But, uh, and then what happens if you find his cape, though? Like, do you rock it or do you just, like, do you be like, Batman, I got your cape, you want to come get it? Or do you nigga, just, like, frame it? What do you do? If I what do live you do? In, nigga, if I live in a world where there are superheroes and I find one of their capes... I'm wearing that cape everywhere I go. I'm with that. I'm with. I'm that. wearing that motherfucking cape. I'm with. I'm gonna that. be like, I'm. A, that's gonna be part of my daily check. Like, okay, I got my wallet, I got my cell phone, watch. Uh, I got my vape, my cape. Am I wearing my cape? Okay, I got my cape. Let's roll. But yeah. I'm rocking that cape, dog. I'm with you. I'm with you on that, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm a thousand percent with you. I don't you give that. a fuck if it's somebody I don't like. Like, even if it's Superman's bright red cape i'm blood gang in that cape all day long dog like i don't give a fuck (laughs) yeah i agree um so how fuel efficient is this batmobile does it pass emissions i don't know because it's got a monster v8 but it's also rocket powered so So it seemed to me it seemed to me that like at different he could pick and choose whether he was going off gasoline or get a rocket fuel so i don't know if it's fuel efficient but is cool as shit and intimidating as fuck no matter what. 
I don't think it needs to be fuel efficient because he's filthy stinking rich, so he's fine. But does it pass emissions? Is my big thing, right? Because I got to take no. my shit to emissions. Fuck so no, how it don't pass emissions. This? But like, I'm, but glad, no, I th- I'm glad you touched on how rich he is, dog. Because I just did a bunch of shit to my truck, and I know it cost me right now in Washington State. It cost me a hundred and sixty dollars a tank for premium. Yeah, that's not yeah. nice, and I'm not Bruce no. Wayne, bro. <laughs> No, you got a big ass truck though. I do, so, but I like love a legit it. truck, not an SUV. A niggas nah, call it a truck. Nah, got I got a real, real truck. I got a real pickup truck. It's on, it's on twenties on thirty three inch mud tires, like some real redneck shit. It rumbles when I rev it. I love my truck, but it is, I got a white boy truck. Yeah, you got a nigger killer, but it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a nigger killer because I didn't put the bar on the front. To There's run no the bar on there. Okay, nah, no nah. bar. <laughs> all right um so uh yeah no i but i i thought the batmobile looked really cool um but i didn't like for someone trying to protect and save people probably not the best idea to have a car chase down the wrong side of a fucking highway in the rain <laughs> like you just gotta let them go at this point bruce you're endangering people so you gotta relax i um, i i loved so going back to going back to my my principal on the bat suit I love the Batmobile because it looked like something that somebody would build in their garage. You know what I'm saying? Like I, we yeah. grew up on the Michael Keaton Batman where right. it was like this fantastical, uh, this fantastical vehicle that have curved fins and armor that fitted it completely. And then you move from that to the Nolan Batmans where it looks like this weird futuristic tank thing. This, this, Bat, this Batmobile looks like something that somebody who's been doing this for two years that has a lot of money to spend could put this together in their garage. I loved this Batmobile. Yeah, I thought it was very fucking cool. Um, and going back to I what you were saying cool. about like driving in the rain and putting people at danger, like I understand that like you got this this V eight plus a rocket powered muscle car is chasing a Maserati. That's a, that's a race that shouldn't exist, and they're doing this shit in the rain with like sporadic movements and you're hearing ah 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 but i was like rule of cool prevails over all this sh- i don't give a fuck show me more rule of movie always prevails to me i don't give a fuck i just think it'd be funny i don't mind it at all it's a, yeah. it's it, need, it was needed bro like i thought it was dope and and as cheesy as it was as cheesy as it was i thought the shit was awesome when his batmobile came through the fucking fire oh hell yeah it was awesome, yeah. bro. Like, I couldn't even front on it. Like, it's cheesy, but it, it's slow motion and cheesy and predictable, but it looked cool. And, that was and then, and then like, like going back it. going back to Colin Farrell, like, when, when, when you have the explosion on the freeway and Colin Farrell's in his Maserati, he's like, I got you. I got you. I was like, I know this is Colin Farrell, but you're not going to sit here and tell me this is not Robert De Niro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. incredible performance. Uh, I absolutely love this scene. Yeah. Okay.